What's up, guys? Greg here, and you are tuned into the December 2022 edition of The Dot. A little twist on what we normally do in this podcast. We're going to do a special episode this month called The Grammys Are Bullshit because every year it seems like the Grammys come out and they have things like the best new artist is someone who's been around for eight years and the album of the year is albums that you're like, they were okay, but eh. So we're going to go with a year-round review of who I think should be winning some of these awards. We're going to create our own categories we're going to do some of the typical categories like album of the year best new artist best song we might break down genres but like i said we'll create our own categories like surprise bop of the year for an artist that came out of nowhere with a really great song we'll do the shadow award i'll tell you more about what that's all about i'm coming up with them as we go so we'll see what other awards we get to another great thing about this episode we had listeners call in and artists who were featured on the dot previously this year call in and tell us about their favorite shows their favorite albums of 2022 so a lot of really exciting stuff to get to on this episode thank you so much for those of you that participated those of you who did not there's always next year hopefully you'll hear this episode so this is the first time we're doing it you'll hear this and be more inclined to call in in december 2023 now before we dive into the dots opinion on things let's put in perspective and look at the world's opinions on music this past year. Now, we'll look at Spotify, their overall rap, just because now we're at over 500 million users paying for subscription-based music services, and Spotify is the leader at 31% of the market share. Apple Music is at 15%. Amazon Music is actually at 13% in 2022, so I just think it's impressive that Amazon got that much of a share that close to Apple Music that quickly, but Amazon's a monster, so I guess you shouldn't be surprised by that. So when we look at Spotify's rap, right? We all had our individual Spotify raps, and Spotify had the overall rap of all the listenership from on their platform. The number one streamed artist was Bad Bunny, and this is his third year in a row being the number one streamed artist, followed by Taylor Swift, Drake, The Weeknd, and BTS. I don't think there's any surprises there. The Weeknd and Drake being above BTS, maybe that's a little bit of a surprise, but Drake is always up there. The top streamed songs this year on Spotify. Number one was As It Was by Harry Styles. I think that makes sense. Number two was Heat Waves by Glass Animals. Now, I think I'm just about to be 30 years old, I think a lot of people in our generation have been lucky enough to see this iconic rise of Glass Animals and to see that they were the second top stream song in 2022 just shows how far that band has come since Zaba, my favorite album from Glass Animals, came out back in 2015, which was their debut album. The third one was Stay with Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. Now, this was another really cool statistic. They had the most streamed throwback albums. Now, this will be the last one. I talk about with Spotify. They quantified this as the most streamed albums in 2022 that came out 20 or more years in the past. Number one was the Marshall Mathers LP from Eminem. Number two makes sense because of Stranger Things and it's Hounds of Love by Kate Bush. And we know how popular Running Up the Hill from Kate Bush got um, due to Stranger Things this year. And number three was Parachutes by Coldplay. 
Fucking Coldplay, man. That's crazy. I mean, I love Coldplay. It's just crazy how they always seem to be pretty relevant no matter what. And even though people have some very direct opinions about Coldplay, they always seem to stay in conversation. One more thing to point out before we head into the call-ins of this episode. It looks like the year's going to end with that late surge from SZA. She's going to top Billboard's Hot 100 artists in 2022. I think that's well-deserved, too. She's really had quite a rise in the past, um, you know, five to ten years to see her finish the year so strong. And um, like I said, well-deserved. That album was really incredible. So let's get to it. Let's go over to our first call-in, and we're going to go over to Frank from Austin, Texas. And then when we come back, we will do our first award. Enjoy. What's up, Greg? Uh, I think it was a pretty easy answer for me and kind of checks all the boxes favorite band, favorite album, and favorite show of the year. Uh, For me, 2022 was the year of Big Thief. The new record that came out is incredible. One of the best road trip albums I could ever recommend. Uh, I was also lucky enough to see them out in Denver, which was amazing, and also really came to appreciate uh, Adrian's solo stuff and Buck's solo stuff a whole lot over the last year. Uh, They are some of the best songwriters and musicians alive right now. And I think that everybody, if you're in Philly, should go see them in February. It's a great show. And Big Thief, no secret, they've been sitting in the top 20 albums of the year for most of 2022 on the dot. If you are in Philadelphia, that show is at Franklin Music Hall on February 4th. It's already sold out, so I hope you got your tickets to the show. So with that being said, first call in down. Let's get to the first award here on the dots. Grammys are bullshit episode. And we're going to do the surprise bop. I think this is a fun one to start with. Now, there's not going to be tight rules. It's very loose here. But essentially, what this award entails is somebody who released a really fun song that we didn't expect to, right? So this isn't a Taylor Swift with Antihero or Arctic Monkey. He's coming back with some of their great music. Kendrick Lamar, J.I.D. These aren't those types of artists. These are artists that maybe you knew about them before, but they really surprised you with a hit song this year. So we're going to do nominations for this one. Um, So I'll go through some of the artists that were kind of in the running for this. I'll finish it off with the artist that won this award. I don't know if we're going to do nominations for every award, but this is a fun one to do it. I'll play a little clip of the song. Surprise Bop of 2022. The first song that came to mind when I thought about this was Armani White with his song, Billie Eilish. This was an absolute smash, really short song. I hadn't heard of Armani White prior to this year, but this was a really hard hitting song. 35 million views on YouTube. Bitch, I'm stylish. Black talk, big t-shirt, Billie Eilish. Watch on my wrist, but I want that diamond. Niggas talk crazy when I pull up in sight. Run that shit back, bitch, I'm stylish. Glock talk, big t-shirt, Billy. You heard hell of a song right there. Packs a punch. So Armani White, Billie Eilish came to mind. But then I thought about an artist who is young, who came out with a lot of music this past year and came out with a song that really showed this kid's potential. I'm talking about Arden Jones, who released the song Starstruck this past year. And this is a kid who has been releasing a lot of music and has just shown consistently on a lot of his songs that he has the potential 
potential to become a very popular artist moving forward here. Check out his song, Starstruck, that surpassed a million views this year. When I brought her to LA, she was starstruck. How they living off of Adderall and Starbucks? Started asking, baby, when can it be my turn to go off lighting up the sky before I'm stardust? Flashbacks of Vance Joy as you hear another breakout hit coming with a ukulele. And the song does pick up a little bit with a bass line as it moves forward here. You can tell why that was so catchy and caught on again over a million views. And people were saying, and at first I thought this was a stretch, but I get what they're coming at here, that Arden Jones this year has the playfulness that Mac Miller did back in the kids era. You know, that carefree, fun-loving type feel to his music. So keep an eye on Arden Jones. And speaking of, that was another song that came out this year that was a surprise bop because obviously, rest in peace, Mac Miller, Robert Glasper releasing a song featuring a exclusive Mac Miller verse on it called Therapy Part 2. It was so good to hear Mac Miller again in 2020. You will find that we not very different, no you and I Although I usually, usually find a way out Feeling like I'm in the skies, my hands can separate clouds My bitch will get me takeout They used to hate, they love me, and they used to love, they hate now Rumors have recently come out that Mac Miller was working on a trilogy with the third installment being pure hip-hop and pure rap. And you can hear a little bit of that in the Robert Glasper song called Therapy Part 2. That's coming out on his project, Black Radio. Definitely check that out. So let's go from the successful and impressive career of Mac Miller to the not-so-impressive career of Jack Harlow. And I think that's why he made this list is... The album flopped, but prior to the album releasing this year, he put out the single First Class, and I'm sure a lot will agree, and this is how I felt. That was smooth as fuck. I never liked Jack Harlow that much. I don't think Jack Harlow's as bad as everyone's making him out to be, but First Class was a very smooth track. I've been a throw up the sex in a... Jack Harlow. But at the end of the day, with all those artists coming to mind, the winner of the surprise bop of the year comes from an artist who netted 83 million views on YouTube on this song, more than any of the previous artists that we went through. And that is Central C with his song Doja and the iconic line. How can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. Hitman in a top track, see a man topless, even a stick is gay. Hugging my brothers and say that I love them, but I don't swing that way. Central C with the song Doja is the surprise bop of the year. What an amazing track. Even from the production, that little riff going right into the intro. Let's hear it again. That little verse right there. It's just poetic. How, how, how can I be homophobic? My bitch is gay. 
Big ups to Central C. That is such a cool song, such a fun track, and everything about it screams surprise bop of the year. Takes it home for 2022. Now, I'm going to go to another call-in, but before we get to this call-in, this is Becca Hanna, who is an artist that we featured on the February 2022 edition of The Dot with her song, Sad Boy. And before we go to her call-in about one of her favorite artists this year, Let's peek back and refresh our memory with that song, Sad Boy, that we featured back in February. I can just feel what you're thinking about. I wish I could read your mind. Skimming through pages of darkness and lonely nights. Stuck on that one girl who went and chose the other guy. Wish I could take it away You'll always be my weakness We all can feel defeated Hey Greg, hey Dot family This is Becca Hanna Merry Christmas So a top artist that I listened to this year was Eloise. Um, She is an indie, jazz, soul, R&B artist. I absolutely love her. She's based out of the UK. A lot of her songs um, bring a classic jazz vibe, but others kind of twist in a little bit of a modern R&B energy, which keeps it very unique, very engaging, um, very authentic, and I'm super inspired by her sound particularly her song You Dear, um, which was my top played song this year. Um, Lyrics are very relatable. Um, I'm very inspired to create a sound like her. And then my favorite concert I went to this year was Still Woozy. He was performing on his If This Isn't Nice and I Don't Know What Is tour. Um, He's a great live performer. was very inspiring to watch. And again, his lyrics are also super relatable, very witty and quirky in self-deprecative in the best way not in a depressing way but in a very relatable real authentic way um so eloise and stilluzi were my top artists this year they're great huge inspirations for me and i hope to create music that sounds similar to them but also authentic to me so thank you all so much for tuning in um I'll be creating more music in 2023, so stay tuned, and happy holidays and happy new year. Becca, thank you so much for calling in and being featured on the podcast again this year. Still Woozy, one of my favorite artists. Uh, His album came out last year. He was one we talked about a lot last year. Didn't get to see him live, but I believe he puts on a great performance. Eloise is a new one. We're going to peek in to that song that was recommended by Becca Hanna from Eloise called You Dear. But how good is Becca's voice. I think I'm just going to create an award right here. Best discovered vocal of 2022 for The Dot is Becca Hanna. Check out all of her other music. She is a fantastic artist. Cannot wait to hear more music from you in 2023. Let's take the great vocals of Becca Hanna. Let's take her recommendation and check out some Eloise with her song, You Dear. 
only I said no When you asked me to dance As I pulled away you whispered stay I was in a trance I happen to know that what I felt you felt too That makes no difference to me I know this love is doomed But you did I, I didn't think I'd find you Thank you for the recommendation, Becca. Beautiful track there, Eloise, with her song, You Dear. Now, let's go to another call-in. Let's go to Matt from Philadelphia, who tells us about one of his favorite artists of 2022. Hey, what's up, The Dot? This is Matt from Philadelphia. Long-time listener, first-time caller. My favorite album of 2022 is the Sacred Souls self-entitled album that came out back in August. It has a real vintage, like, 60s, 70s soul sound, and... It's very nostalgic for me. Um, it reminds me of the music that my dad used to play all the time when I was a child. It really just hits home, especially now around the holidays. If I recommend the listeners to listen to one song from the album, I'd probably say listen to Easier Said Than Done. Um, but anyways, thank you, Greg, for always introducing us to the best new music that comes out every month. You're doing a great job. Keep it going. Cheers. She said be honest with how you feel I said that's easier said than done I said don't worry about the future She said that's easier said than done Thank you for the call in, Matt. Pretty incredible track, Sacred Souls, with easier said than done. And no matter how much time you spend trying to find music and listen to music by yourself, you will always find the best music from your friends. That's something that I've always believed in, you know, even though sometimes it seems like I'm so wrapped up in trying to do this podcast and listen to the music of every month that I forget to do that. So that's something we'll call that a New Year's resolution. I'll try to uh, take in more recommendations from my friends because that's always how you find the best tracks. Now let's get back to the awards and I don't think I'm going to do everyone like I did the first one where I feature a little bit of the song just because I don't want this podcast to go like over an hour that took so long it was fun but it took a long time so let's go over to the shadow award I kind of alluded to in the beginning of the podcast now I created this award for the artist that just appears on everything like a shadow no matter where you turn it's always following you around the entire year while you're listening to new music now this really came down to two artists Kodak Black and 21 Savage. Now, Kodak Black, just because he was like on a lot of songs from Kendrick Lamar, and then he was on a really good hot boy song that I liked earlier in the year, I was like, man, Kodak Black's everywhere. But he pales in comparison to 21 Savage. Now, I had to look it up just to make sure I wasn't going crazy. Like, was I being haunted by 21 Savage? No, I wasn't. Let's go back to the beginning of the year before J.I.D. released his great album, his breakout album. I will say he released the single surround sound that was in January of 2022 and guess who was featured on that song 21 Savage okay that's what started the year then as we got into the summer months there was a really great song that came out with Tyler the creator Pharrell 
and you guessed it, 21 Savage called Cash In, Cash Out. Then Drake releases Honestly Nevermind, an okay album. It was fine. It wasn't horrible. It wasn't amazing. But who has a feature on that? 21 Savage with the song Jimmy Cooks that was the most listened to or the most popular song off that album. Wasn't my favorite, but was the most popular. And then fast forward to the fall. Drake says, you know what? I'm going to release another album, but I won't release it alone. I'm going to release it with, yep, 21 Savage. Drake and 21 Savage released her loss. And then that's not it. And then Metro Boomin says, I'm going to release an album. And guess who had the most features of any artist on that album? 21 Savage. When you total it up, I had to look this up. You total up 21 Savage had over 25 guest appearances or features on songs throughout the year. Very busy year. Even though I'm not the biggest fan of 21 Savage, he is starting to grow on me, I will admit. And you got to respect the work he put in in 2022. So shadow award to you, 21 Savage. Um, Hats off for the work that you put in to 2022. Now, this goes into a more interesting award, and that is Breakout Artist of the Year. Now, I want to take my bias out of this because I think this is a tough one to quantify. So I'm not going to put research into this. I'm just going to kind of look back at the year itself. There's a lot of artists that I think have an argument for this. Right. I mean, everything I said about 21 Savage, that could make him the breakout artist of the year. But no, I'm I'm not going to give it to him in the beginning of the year. And if you followed me last year, you know how much I like Fred again. In the beginning of the year in April at Coachella, Fred again was an absolute hit. He dominated the subreddits post Coachella. A lot of people said it was hands down the best show of the weekend. And I think for a long time there, I was like, man, this is him breaking out. Like Fred's huge now. Fred is getting all the respect that he deserves. So breakout artist of the year, that would make sense. But I'm not gonna give it to him because another artist this year just wouldn't go away. And that was Zach Bryant, the country singer. I think it is very impressive when an artist is able to open up a genre for you. Now, Chris Stapleton was really one of the first who opened up the country music scene to me. I'm definitely of the type that doesn't love the new age country. I like the storytelling country, that old school country that is more like the Sturgill Simpson, Tyler Childress, and Zach Bryan falls into this. Now, Zach Bryan had a hell of a year. When you guys see the top 300 songs of the year, you'll see how high he got with something in the orange. And again, I mean, it was almost a sure thing most of the year that I was like, Fred, again, is the breakout artist. I love Fred so much. He's finally getting the respect he deserves. But Zach Bryan broke out this year. Like he actually broke out. I don't want to say he came from nowhere, but I think people in the country scene probably saw him coming. It wasn't like his first album or anything, but he really hit the mainstream this year. He released a big album that we talked about on our top 20 albums of the year. He had a ton of great singles and his shows are selling out now. He's played all over the country radio, just all over the nation. And I think it's just very well-deserved to give this to Zach Bryan. And for those of you out there who's like, oh, country artist, I don't like country. Listen to Zach Bryan, man. He is the type of country artist that will open you up a little bit to country. Maybe it's just him, but that's still opening you up to a genre where 
We knew about Fred again last year. I knew how good he was, whether he was getting the respect he deserved or not. I knew how good he was. A lot of the people who liked Fred and and listened to Fred knew how good he was. So did Fred have a breakout year in terms of popularity and getting into the mainstream, quote unquote? Yes, he absolutely did. But I think Zach Bryan, in terms of really coming out of nowhere, opening up an entire genre and really embracing that. I mean, he is Southern bred and he does not shy away from his roots, but the way he tells stories in his songs and the way he presents his songs has earned him the award of Breakout Artist of the Year. So there you go. To a country artist, the Breakout Artist of the Year, Zach Bryan. Take a listen if you haven't checked him out already. Now, the next three call-ins are from artists that were featured previously on The Dot. So for the next three, we'll peek back into the songs to refresh our memory of the artists and the songs that we featured. And then we will let the call-ins come in where the artists tell us about their favorite artists of the year. And some of them talked about their favorite shows of the year. And we're going to start here with Palmaria, who we featured on the June 2022 edition of The Dot. Let's check out the song Chameleon that we featured on that episode, and then we'll bring Paul Maria on to The Dot to tell us about their favorite show of What's up? We are Paul Maria from Italy. Thank you for having us on the dot. The best show we uh, experienced this year was Boniver in Milano. Finally, we got to see them. It was incredible. Still have the chills thinking about it. Yeah, we loved it. Yeah, can't wait for more music, more shows, more everything next year. Have a good one. Bye. The legend of Bonivar lives on, man. Every time there's new Bonivar music, you know it's going to be good. And obviously his shows are absolutely incredible. So don't blame you for having the chills after that one. Thank you guys so much for the great music this year and calling in to the podcast. Now let's go over to the artist Gift, who we featured their song Gumball Garden on the dot this year. Let's check out the song Gumball Garden and then we'll bring Gift on to the podcast to tell us not only about their favorite album or favorite artist, but also their favorite live show. Hi, this is TJ from Gift, um, here to talk about my favorite album of the year. Uh, my favorite album of the year is definitely Thus Love Memorial. It came out on Capture Tracks this October. It came out a week before our album came out. Um, just watching the singles come out and having known them and knew them before the album even came out was so exciting to watch. Um, my favorite songs off it probably in tandem um, 
Inamorado, Family Man. There's some. There's so many good ones. Um, I'd really urge everyone to check it out. My favorite show of this year. I was lucky enough to have caught Kikigaku Moyo on some of their first U.S. tours. Um, probably 2017, 16. Um, and I was lucky enough to see their last U.S. show at Brooklyn Steel this year um, in October. And it was very emotional watching this band grow and just get better throughout the years. Um, it was very, it was one of the best shows I've ever seen. You could really just feel that it was coming to an end, but in a really positive way. Um, it wasn't, it was kind of bittersweet, but it, they were really just, it was, it was, Simultaneously, one of the quietest, most intimate, and loudest shows I've ever seen. Um, and that was definitely a big memory from this year. Thus Love was, in fact, one of the bands that we featured on the October edition of The Dot. Gift we featured over the summer. Thank you so much for calling in, telling us about Thus Love, and then telling us about your favorite show. I think it is so cool to hear from our artists that we featured that some of their fe- their favorite artists of the year were other artists that we featured on the podcast. It just shows good music knows good music and gift knowing thus love and I'm sure thus love also has that same respect for Gift. Both of them are really incredible bands. The third band that called in is Gamblers. Now, this was a band that we featured on the same episode as Gift back on the August 2022 edition of The Dot. And Gamblers, we featured the song Another Dose with Mick Jenkins. So let's check out that song real quick, and then we'll bring Gamblers onto the podcast to tell us about some of their favorite music from 2022. Love hard as I can. Hey, what's going on? This is Mike from Gamblers. Uh, thank you to The Dot for supporting our new music and supporting us in general this year. It really means a lot. Um, my favorite record from 2022, I'm going to give a shout out to my fellow Long Island boys in Moontooth uh, for their new record, Phototroph, that came out this year. Um, make sure to check it out if you haven't already. And thanks again to The Dot. Peace. One of my favorite features of the year was Gamblers. And obviously, Mick Jenkins is an incredible artist. And Moontooth, check them out. They're another really cool band that I wasn't familiar with prior to putting this together. So my goal was to make this episode under 30 minutes. I suck at trying to make episodes under a certain minute mark. So let's speed through the very end of this podcast. I want to get you guys out there, get you into the new year year and I do have one more call in from a listener and it's important to know sometimes an album can be so good that it's your favorite album the next year even though it came out the prior year let's throw it over to Zach from Philly to tell us about his favorite album from quote unquote this year favorite album of the year 
probably is The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad. For me, not only was it the best hip-hop album of the year, but I thought musically it was just one of the best albums of the year. The way he fuses R&B and blues elements and old-school lyrical hip-hop. He has great features. And for me, just like top to bottom, listening to it was so easy. So for me, hands down, my favorite album of the year, The House is Burning by Isaiah Rashad. Love you. Love you too, Zach. And that was a fantastic album that came out in 2021. But I really appreciate the call in, man. Isaiah Rashad, hopefully we're going to get a new one from him in 2023. Two-year cycle, it could happen. Now, a reminder, top 300 songs of the year countdown will begin on January 1st. So I have to go get started on that. Best new artist. My biggest gripe with the Grammys is their best new artist award. Just because, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it's always artists who have been out for years. They're like, best new artist. Billie Eilish won like two years ago. And Ocean Eyes came out like six years ago. Like, come on. She's been out. She had a few albums in her pocket at that point. So. When I do Best New Artist, I want to stick strictly with artists who release their debut albums. I think it's only fair. There's a lot of great debuts I would love to talk about, but let me narrow it down to the top two. Moon Panda. There's a nice segue from Moon Tooth. Moon Panda came out this year with one of the best albums of the year. I was super impressed with their album, What on Earth, their debut album, What on Earth, that came out in March. But I think the best debut album of the year and the winner of (laughs) the best new artist is Prom, who came out with their album Magnolia on January 28th. And the best part about this band is there's not a lot of information about them. All we know is their Instagram is at the group known as Prom. And this is their only album on streaming services. It's a trio. And I really hope that this band starts to come out with more music. They're going to get the best new artists. And to wrap up, I will quickly say there is a lot of albums that were in the running. I mean, as you have followed the top 20 album countdown of the year, you know that I loved a ton of albums this year. I'm going to give the album of the year to J.I.D. with his album The Forever Story. Follow up from The Never Story he put out a few years ago. This album came out on August 26th. It was his third LP, but this was J.I.D.'s breakout. This album was so anticipated. We were all waiting for J.I.D. to really take that next step from really good to like fucking great and I think he delivered with this album started with that single that we talked about 21 savage was on surround sound i think once that came out we kind of got an idea that jid was gonna come out with one of the better albums whenever he came out with it i mean i thought this album was going to come out last year 2021 and it never did so great to have it in 2022 it's going to be my number one top album of the year. Pitchfork loved it. Anthony Fontana loved it. Not a bad track on the entire album. He's on the Dreamville label, so he's over there with J. Cole, has a lot of songs with J. Cole, and I think J.I.D. is positioned very well to step into the conversation of artists like J. Cole. I don't think he's there yet, but he's positioning himself well to be up in those ranks with the J. Coles, Kendrick Lamar, who he narrowly beat out Kendrick Lamar's Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers 4 album of the year. You know, and and I think 
all in all, the year of 2022 does not differ from any other year. It was a fantastic year of music. And, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs that come with life and year to year. But the one thing we know and the one thing that brings me peace every year is I know that we have so much great music ahead of us. You know how much music comes out every single week. It does not stop. And it is something that I look forward to every single year. I try my best to take time to reflect on how good each year, each month was. But it's always great because you can just move on to the next month and put it all behind you or move on to the next year. So guys, thank you so much for sticking with me through 2022. I am so excited to carry this podcast into its fifth year in 2023. I love everybody listening right now. Have a great new year and always remember. It only happens once a month, so you must be on the dot.